Hello and welcome to Touchline from Casper Els and Mark Cameron. Hello Mark. Hi Cas, nice being back in studio. Another exceptional rugby weekend that has passed and one waiting for us in the URC. It is, it is. I believe you've got a, a very special guest that you want to introduce to us. No, most definitely. When we say special, he's, he's unfortunately not in our province. He's lost to the Sharks. Um, this youngster is, is a, is a Toti born and bred. Um, he grew up in, in a Mamsum Toti. He played all his childhood rugby for Mamsum Toti rugby club. Was in Kisvach school um, as well. And then uh, he ended his, his final school year in uh, Westville Old Boys. Got a contract to come and play at the Sharks <coughs> under 19. <coughs> sorry. And then uh, obviously injuries followed him a little bit. And yeah, now the Sharks lost him and he's now playing his trade at the Pumas. Dion Slabbert, welcome in studio. Thank you very much, coach. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice, nice having you and, and it's always nice chatting to a youngster. Um, it is. If you stand next to him, you won't say he's a youngster. He's quite tall and, and, and big. And from a Tokyo <laughs> rugby point of view, we lost him because yes. uh, during COVID last year, he was actually going to play club rugby for us. Um, Dion, just uh, have a chat with us a little bit, man, with regards to, let's go back to, to your schoolboy school uh, rugby side, obviously, when you played primary school yeah, in a Mamsen Toti for Kisvach, and then uh, you got an opportunity, obviously, on a bursary to go to Westville Old Boys, and I think from a rugby point of view, that's where your career changed. Having said that, you played club rugby for the, for the junior Sharks, if we can say that, club sides as well. But your your real break probably came when you went to Westville Old Boys. And from there on, on you haven't looked back. Yes, no, definitely. Um, all credit to Kisbach, teaching me all the basics that um, that led to me being or getting the opportunity to go to a bigger school and um, to go and perform and, and do what I love there and to get the opportunity to go further. Yeah, and then when you were there, obviously, um, did you ever play for the Sharks in in the, in the Craven Week, and from there on things happened? Or I know injuries injuries put you back slightly throughout your career as a, as a youngster, and you're still a youngster. Um, how do you deal with things like that? Because obviously you need to you need to try and make a point, and then you know, as I said, Craven Week comes, and then how did things happen from there? Yeah, so uh, the earlier days of my schooling, uh, I didn't really get injured a lot. But once I got all, all that kind of caught up to me, so I, I represented the Sharks under 13, 16, and then in my matric year under 18 as well. Um, but yeah, I would say and my grade 11 year and my matric year was when the injuries came, and especially my, at Craven Week my, in my matric year, uh, I did my knee, so that was also, I was out for quite a long time. So, so how do big guys like you get injured like that? Are you supposed to be doing the injuries on the field? <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think it just happens. You have to be lucky to get a to get a long injury. I think I think you you have to be quite unique. <laughs> so, so Dion, if we if we can just go back to obviously after Craven Week and that, um, then you got a contract to go to the Sharks age boy age group level under nineteen and that, and. Uh, there, obviously, uh, things didn't work out the way the way that most youngsters coming through the ranks want. But 
obviously becoming a senior you got an opposite uh, opportunity to go down the south uh where did you go after you left the mamsam toti to you i think it was now two years ago you can tell us that yes sir. yeah so after after i left uh the sharks uh i went to ticks for a while but then i got opportunity to go play for swd in the division and i must say that's where that's where i got back on track and back put like put back onto the map so that's where i found my feet again so with that obviously when we say swd you played curry cup there for them um you played a few games and then uh, how did it work that you ended up at at the pumas uh so uh at SWD the we only played a, a couple of games and the the Puma saw me saw my games playing for SWD and they contacted me with an opportunity to come play for them. Uh, and uh, obviously that was that was your first stepping stone in, in senior curry cup and uh you used that opportunity and when who 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 made contact with you? Jimmy Stonehouse or how does how did that work? Uh, it it went through my agent, so I've got a, a player a agent, and the they negotiated, and then the Pumas sent me sent me something through. But yeah, Coach Jimmy also he was the main the main culprit in giving me a contract. Yeah, I think culprit mm. is culprit. the right word because <laughs> yeah, he took you away from the Sharks. So. <laughs> definitely a culprit in that. <laughs> so <one. laughs> um, no, no, and it's and then obviously while you're there. Um, mixing it up with a with a with a older guys if i can put it like that and and becoming a senior rugby player this is your first season at at the pumas um you guys playing curry cup against uh, if i can say it like this the bigger unions like the sharks and whatever but opportunity is obviously still very difficult for for any player uh, let alone a new guy like yourself coming into the system because you you, you you're playing against or you're fighting against if, if for a lack of a better word against teammates that are seasoned that have been there already and although you've been seen and people know that your capabilities and you can play you still need to prove a point while you are at there and fighting against your own teammates yes no definitely so i'm i'm the youngest uh lock forward at the pumas at the moment with by a couple of years so the experienced guys are are really setting the bar high and it's and it's good for me to get the exposure against those guys because it's it's just allowing me to grow more as a player and as a person um what's the difference in the puma setup to to what you experienced at um down south and and at the sharks Oh, you better is speak there, nicely now. Is eh? there is there any difference? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say there's a difference between between the Pumas and the Sharks, as they are both competing in a in, in very high competitions. Uh, at SWD, it was a bit different um, because most of the most of the players there were still working a nine to five job. So I was fortunate enough to to just go there and play rugby, and didn't I didn't have to work, but so we only trained there in the, in the evenings for two hours maybe. So it was it was very, I wouldn't say relaxed, but it was the, the, there wasn't as much intense training because of the guys being at work most of the day. So just for just for our listeners, SWB yes. played Curry Cup in the first division. Yes. And obviously the Sharks and the Pumas play Curry Cup in the Premier Division, and that's part of 
what Dion is now saying. It's we can actually call it semi-professional on that side. It's not fully professional, yeah, although the players get paid and, and whatever. Um, with you moving across, obviously initially from the Sharks to SWD and now to the Pumas, um, and you're talking about different training days or only training in the evenings or whatever. How difficult is that to, for yourself now, for argument's sake, moving from the Sharks there from a conditioning point of view? Because obviously, if you call it more professional, you're in the gym more often and you train every day and you get specific programs and that. How, how do you adapt to step back, if it makes sense what I'm saying? Yeah, so it was it was very hard for me when I when I went from SWD up from the Sharks to SWD. Um, the Sharks we train three to four times a day. Uh, that includes gym and all those things. Where at, it, it's not not as uh, if I might use the Afrikaans word not not as ernstig. Yes, uh, as intense. So you had you had to have more self discipline in order to go still go to the gym and do the extra fitness to keep on top of your game and allowing the, the evening sessions just to be around uh, the structure of the game that you want to play and those things. So it's, it's massive self-discipline to keep training. So, so if, you look, if you look at it like that, uh, as a youngster now, because you're obviously still in the, in the, in the young side of, of a rugby player's career, um, with you moving from the Sharks to a province like SWD that's not as professional, did you find it as a youngster going there more difficult because maybe they look up to you as a Sharks player coming here, so you need to try and set the bar because you obviously used to playing at a higher level or more intensity or working longer hours in the gym and on the field, or did you not actually feel any of that pressure? I must say I didn't. I didn't really feel any kind of pressure playing for SWD in that in that way. As most of the players pl who play there are also ex bigger union players that either maybe got lost in the system or are almost at retirement age, so they're just playing there for a couple of years to to have some fun. So most of the most of the players there already had the the self discipline and the the will power to play at that level. So, so do you believe, like yourself now, um, a lot of lot of players use the opportunity to play for a let's call it the first division, Curry Cup, uh, province like Eastern Province and SWD and those and Boerland, um as a stepping stone to be seen, even then to come to Premier Curry Cup and go to a, to a smaller union and hopefully they make another step up into the bigger unions. Yes, no, definitely. That, that is the, the next step or the, that's the next school of fish that the, the bigger unions look at before, before going down the, the, the rugby line, if I, can, if, I'm, if I can put it like that. Um, Dion, how does the, the, the training schedule changes when you play your um, curry cup games midweek? Um, is there any any real changes in in your in your structures, or do you just shift the days to suit, or basically to make a midday game a Saturday game? Yes, it, it depends on the on the structure. If I can give an example of the of the first few games that passed, we had a full week of training for the Friday night game, 
So we trained the Monday, the Tuesday, had off the Wednesday, and then had a captain's on the on the Thursday before playing the, the Friday. And then with playing on the, the following Wednesday, we came back together on, on the Sunday to start preparing for the game on Wednesday. So then Sunday we trained, Monday we trained, and then we, or Monday we had a captain's run. So it was, it was, it was a bit shortened, yeah. but I wouldn't say the training was changes a lot between the days. We might compact it a bit, but that's, that's about it. So you just shifted the days to suit the, the day that you play? Yes, yeah. So we just shifted. Okay, the now days. In, in, in playing a Wednesday game, um, on Thursday, I would then assume that you have your off day and you have your rest day. Do you then start training again on a, on a Friday to prepare for the next week or uh, for the next Wednesday? Yes, so we, we usually give one or get one or two days off after, after a game, depending yes. on when when it falls but yeah it, it was a bit different this time so i'm not quite used to used to the structure yet but yeah. when we played the wednesday uh we only came back on the on the following monday because we had a like a two week off yeah for uh, two weeks of before the before the next game coming this coming wednesday yeah so, so with you guys one thing i wanted to ask you and i think we spoke about this off off air uh, so, with regards to, to, to Coach Jimmy Stonehouse, um, you know, if you look at him on TV and you see him sitting there in the stand or in the box and he's watching the games and that, um, he looks like a, a, a coach that can be quite fiery at times. Now, if you look at those arms of his, his guns, then I, th I suppose there's not many players that actually argue with him. They will say, yes, coachy, and just Dion, do what they need to. You've got to be very careful how you answer this now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it is like that. If, if Coach Jimmy asks you to do something, you say yes, and you ask how much or how many you have to do. <laughs> no questions asked. Yeah. Uh, Shame, I suppose he has to look up to you as well. At least he's looking up to you, right? <laughs> yeah because you're quite tall so and then the other thing that i wanted to ask with regards to him uh obviously i'm not sure if he still does but he but he spent quite a bit of time in the gym if you look at him um does he still do things like that and when you guys are in the gym does he join you or because obviously you can see he's, he obviously likes his conditioning and that so does he as a coach join you guys often uh, I, I don't. I haven't seen him in the gym with us yet. I don't know if he does it maybe after hours. <laughs> uh, maybe we must have him on the show one day and ask him that same question. <laughs> yeah. Mark, if we can move on to um, the the Curry Cup games played played last week. Um, there were quite a few games played. Your thoughts on on the midweek games? Well. Um, you know, there's there's quite a few that that took place. Um, if you look in general, um, I think the, there's a few sides that that surprised a yes. few of the bigger unions. In general, we're talking now. Um, the lines have have actually done quite well. I mean, they, they played very well two weeks ago against Province, um, and then obviously last weekend they played against the Sharks at 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 home. Um, with all the sharks back, I mean, with all the box back into the shark side, excluding Siakulisi and Mbunambi, um, and the sharks battled. You know, so it was a very good game. 
Um, the Sharks battled, and then you look at Western Province. They went to Fort Loftus, and they beat the Bulls at home. That was also a good game. Yeah. Um, so, so, so what is good, and, and you look at Dion and them and, and the Pumas, with, with the Curry Cup the way it is currently, because if you look at the Lions, um, Western Province, and, and teams like that, in theory, they're running two teams at the same time because yes. the other side is playing in the URC, which starts this weekend. Um, so it makes it very, very difficult for the bigger unions, if we can, if we can yet again, if we can mention it like that. And that is the interesting part because teams like the Pumas and Griquas, they thrive on that because as it is, they like the competition. I mean, we all know what happens if you go and play in Mbela or you go to Griquas and you play there. I mean, if you don't pitch, mm. then, then it's, it's a hard day. You're going to get hiding. It's yeah. even worse because all, let's say the Sharks, Springboks are out and they will now play after this because the URC starts now in the Curry Cup. And I mean, it's, it's open for, for teams like the Pumas. What is interesting about this year is, I don't know if it's the last two, but whoever ends last um, will, will be out of, the, out of the Curry Cup and the yes. first division winner there would automatically come in. Yeah. So smaller unions like the Pumas and Griquas and that, they, they've got everything they've to got play for. They've got opportunity now to play. Uh, do you guys focus quite a bit on the Curry Cup as to where you should end? Because um, the way I understand it, if you end last this year, then you will be out of the out of the Senior Curry Cup Premier, and the f- winners of the First Division would come through. Yes, no, definitely. Uh, we do pride ourselves to come first in the in the Curry Cup and to to measure ourselves against the the bigger unions to see where we stand. So uh, it's everything to play for this year with the last team in the in the Curry Cup being relegated and the the first team on the in the first division Curry Cup being promoted to the Curry Cup. So if if we, if we look at things like that, uh, part of part of your plans and your I know you might not want to talk out now, so you don't need to answer. Um, but part part of your plans are there then certain unions or certain games that you target? Let's say Grikos for argument's sake. Um, and then you say that is a team that you have to beat because next week the URC might not play a game and then you're playing against the Sharks. So there's a possibility that their fringe players might play in the Curry Cup, which makes it more difficult for you possibly. Uh, so Griquas, for argument's sake, is the team that you need to target. Is that part of your planning or doesn't it work like that? Uh, I, I don't think, I don't believe it works like that. Uh, I think you have to, if you want to be the best, you have to beat the best. So you take every every week as it comes, and whoever, whichever team, if it's the URC team or just the Curry Cup team or the bigger unions, you have to play to win. Uh, you can't target uh, an easier game, if I can put it like yeah. that. You have to take it game by game and try and win every single game. No, I agree with you. 100%. You're talking about an easier game. Is there an easier <laughs> game in this competition? No, I haven't heard of one. Only, no, when, only no. when you come and play the Sharks, yeah. That's the easy because that's your home team. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> the the other question is um, playing games on a on a Wednesday evening and then playing on a Saturday. Do you think there's too much rugby going on for uh, for the viewers out there? Um, is it becoming too much? And what strain does it put on the players? Yeah. Um, the the players usually take some time, take a couple of days to recover after a game. But the way the the Curry Cup is spaced this year is actually quite nice because you play maybe 
a midweek game and a weekend, but then you get a week or a week and a half off before you play your next game. So you have to push your body and your limits for those those two consecutive games, and then maybe you've got a got some time to rest. So yeah. I, I feel the players do feel it, but only when it becomes a longer for a longer time. Yes. So if you if you look at that and it and it's got to do with the curry cup now because yeah. obviously the curry cup is being played earlier than the tradition is over the years, and this year, even with the unions that don't play in the URC, you guys obviously had to train and condition over Christmas and New Year and in December where we might not be used to that. How did you guys find that to adapt to something like that? Yeah, it was it was a first for me. Um, I joined the Pumas at middle October, and they were already four weeks into preseason. So I just I just fell in, and we went we trained until the twenty second of December, and we came back on the third. So it was only a small small time for us to to take a break, or if you can if you yeah, can do it like yeah. that and put your feet up and rest, but also not because you had to stay fit during that time. So. It was something new for me to to experience, but yeah, it's something to get used to. Dion, games like the 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 Lions Sharks game now, where those two teams went flat out, and um, they they literally almost annihilated each other on the field to try and win that game. I mean, they it was a brilliant game to watch, and those two teams went flat out, and 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 they didn't give anybody any space to move. Do you guys? target a team like that or teams like that now if you would play them the weekend after the game like like the one they had now this weekend uh, i think as as professional players uh there's so many things we do to to keep on top of our game so i don't i don't feel like they will be lagging in any sort of way yeah. for the for the next game coming so they'll be firing at all cylinders every single game so there's no you can't target a, a specific game after maybe a hard game because we know those teams will also have the necessary rest and recovery protocols to be 100 percent for the next game you know if you you talk about things like that now playing consecutive games if you look at if you look at the bulls now for argument's sake and you dion dion is uh in his in his early 20s you look at a guy like mornay stein that's in his late 30s um, he played on the Wednesday, and then he played on the Saturday. Um, that's like three days, three days rest in yes, between yeah. or whatever. And if you look at a, oh, obviously he conditions and he's and he's still a he's still yes, a massive yes. athlete. Um, but at a, at a at a young age like like yourself, Dion, compared to a Mornay Stein that I think is 38 or something like that, um, obviously your body takes quite quite a bit of a pounding, and the recovery time is 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 not as much as it normally should be um for a for a young guy like yourself obviously other than the recovery that you union you know, tells you what you need to do and how you do i suppose you try and put your feet up as well and as rest as often as possible because you still need to come back and try and prove a point that you also want to play you know yes no definitely so you you have to do what you have to do to get ready for the next game and be prepared so whatever it takes to get your body recovered that's what you have to do. So if we if we can just chat a little bit about yourself and the future. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, what uh, where does where does Dion Slubbert see himself going in the next year or two? Or what are your plans? You still a youngster. 
Um, lots of ambition. I'm fortunate that I know you growing up here in Toti and seeing your progress and that. And it's awesome to have you back on the field, may I say. Um, but what is your plans? What do you envision for yourself over the next two or three seasons? Uh, over the next two or three seasons, I would like to be or to have no injuries. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first much. call. Yes, that's too uh, good. <laughs> to get some decent game time and exposure and experience on the field and off the field. So, like I said earlier, being in the in the senior setup, having older players to learn from, that's you can't you can't buy that. So that that's that's what I'm seeing in the next two or three seasons. Maybe to make a make a mark in the Curry Cup, get some game time, get some exposure and experience. I'm glad to to hear what you're saying because my next question was like many a youngster. Um, do you have ambitions of, depending on how it works, obviously in South Africa and and where your career takes you, but possibly going overseas? I feel when 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 I am ready for that step, then I will I will look to go play overseas. But for now, I'd first like to make my mark in the South African soil on the South African soil and be known here before I go overseas. And Kas, if you think about it, I mean that's that's something nice to hear because a lot of our yes. a lot of our youngsters, whether they feel there's no there's no future for them here or not, yeah. whatever their their reasons are, many of our youngsters leave and we we've seen that in the Six Nations and all over, how many of them play for different countries? Well I saw today on, on, on Facebook that a couple of the boys are back on their way back to to Poland, and I mean Andre Meyer and and those guys are all on the planes today mm. uh, to Poland. There's three or four, I think, going back to Ireland um, mm. tomorrow. So there's a lot of the youngsters, and I mean they're all your your age, Dion. That's that's already out there playing in Poland and 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 um, in Russia, in Ireland, mm. all over the show, um, and they all making good money there so it's it's refreshing to hear somebody like you saying that you would first like to to play in south africa and make your mark in south africa before you go overseas yes no definitely uh yeah that's mm-hmm. that's that's good to hear from you guys as well yeah. i think i think you just want to play curry cup until you guys play against the sharks and you make the team and then you want to beat them yeah at the shark tank i think that's your main aim no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let Coach Sean listen to this and tell him. Um, yeah. No, I'm only kidding. No, look, I, I agree with you. If you, look at, if you look at any sport for that matter in the professional era, that's your work. You know, your, your commitment is to Puma Rugby and, and that's how it is. And you can't look at it any differently. You know, you've got many a friend all over South Africa, but many of them still playing at the Sharks and, and, and working for them. So... Um, yeah, no, so so good luck there. And as I said, uh, Coach Jimmy, I think will 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 sort you out if you don't do what you need to do. You know, so yeah, no, well done and and good luck with that. Right. Dion, just the last question from my side, um, guys like uh, de Clack and and Vincent Koch, do they do you guys discuss them and 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 talk about them coming from the Pumas and then eventually becoming Springboks and. You guys look up to guys like that and, and believe that you as a as a Puma player can can do the same? Yes, no, definitely. We all we all have have our own our own local or rugby heroes and being in a in a smaller smaller union, if I can call it that, uh, at the Pumas, 
where some of the biggest names in Springbok rugby at the moment has come from or yeah, has played before. It definitely motivates you as a player, a youngster like me, who still has that ambition to maybe play for the Springboks one day. So in order for for us to to believe, you have to have examples like that within the within the group. So yeah, we do discuss the the players that have come to the Pumas before making the 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 mark yes. in Springbok rugby. That is a that is a a goal for us and something to to look up to. You know, Tash, if you think about it, you're talking Pumas now, we can we can go many provinces. Take a bigger union, yeah. right? That that is a a factory for South African rugby and you go to the Cheetahs. Yes. Um many of them come through Grey College and whatever yes. and they get contracts there and then the other unions, I mean the Sharks over the years have contracted so many players from the Cheetahs rugby union. Yes. And and one has to feel sorry for them because they lose so many players that they themselves could also be uh, one of the forces to be reckoned with. In, same as the Pumas, same as Griquas. I mean, how many, how many youngsters go through to Griquas and they, 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 you know, you stand up and you're we can, counted for them. We, we, we can take it to club rugby as well. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, 100%. we sit as a Mums and Toti rugby club and, and we're we sitting... And Dion Slavert on the other side. Talking to Dion Slavert sitting <laughs> in Nelspruit. So, I mean, yeah. uh, we, we're sitting with that same scenario in club no, rugby. 100%. And, you know, just to come back to, to your introduction, um, back to Toti rugby club, I don't know how many games you've played in total i don't even think you'll be able to know but i mean he came through the ranks yes as a as a uh youngster youngster from under 10 level through the ranks and you know and this is where the way is and you know a lot of them refer back to their younger years and where they've played and whatever yes so uh but i it's, think it's dion, nice to know dion dion is going to make us a promise tonight that he's going to end his career here in toti <laughs> Only as a 57-year-old, because you're still young. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dion, thank you very much for joining us. It was a privilege talking to you. Really appreciate. Thanks a lot for having me on the show. Dion, and if I can can just say, um, I've known you for 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 a number of years now, and you're a humble youngster. Stay humble. Yes. Um, Look to where you get your powers from. And uh, as you normally do, remember where you come from and just look up to the stars and, and, and reach for those because your time will come. I know you've had a tough time also with regards to injury. You know, I've, I've spoken to you quite a, quite a few times that um, I rate you and I'm not the one that needs to see you. The, the professionals out there need to see you. But all you need, like you've got now, is that one chance. Yes. And what I've liked about you, the way you've spoken, is that you don't expect a starting lineup or you don't expect to be there you still respect your mm. seniors you still respect them and and you want to you want to try and get as much information out of them and learn as you go along and i think that will stand you in good stead so from my side personally knowing you i wish you well but definitely from from our proud club of a management toti we back you 100 percent. and i can tell yes. you the people that 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 know us now that heard we're gonna we're gonna talk to you on touchline um, they're quite excited to listen to this. So what do you have to say to the boys from Amazon Toti Rugby Club, but not only them, for all the young aspiring guys that, that want to try and make it out there? Uh, just never to give up, to always follow your heart and follow your dreams, no matter who tells you something different. 
if I may use an example, I started playing for Toti under five, being four years old, and uh, knowing Toti's rugby field with all the Molgate and all this, <laughs> never <laughs> even think of, yeah. of playing in a in a big in a big stadium in front of many people. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, with hard work and dedication, it, it all comes together and. After following your heart, you might one day get where you want to be. And so two things that you mentioned there as a as an under four youngster playing under five, and the only reason for that is because you were so tall, so you could play for the under fives. And then one thing then, if you're talking about all the molar holes and so forth, that's one thing that Toti Rugby Club at least taught you, and that's how to sidestep because you had to miss those holes. <laughs> yes, and to, to never play a game without strapping your ankles. That's true. <laughs> Shame, Dion. Thank you so much for accepting our our offer for you to join us on Touchline. Um, as I said, we wish you well, and I uh, can't wait to see you make your first Curry Cup appearance yes. for the Pumas. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely root for you. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Dion, Dion, all the best, and uh, may you have all the success in in Nelspreet. Of all places. Of all places. <laughs> th- thank you so well, much. Thank you. Thanks, thank you. Thanks, Dion. Thanks, Dion. Keep Dion. well. Bye-bye. Cheers, bye. Bye. What a nice youngster. And you're from Toti. What a brilliant youngster. Yeah, I absolutely love it to see these youngsters just go places um, yeah. and, and, and stay humble. There's, there's no no ears and graces about this. Like he he yeah. just wants to go and play rugby and he just wants yeah. To, yeah, I agree. to make and, his mark. And you know, as I said, I know him personally. I mean, he, he grew up in Toti and to, to see where he's gone and all the injuries that he's had but he obviously kept positive and and he kept working hard and hopefully he's now he's now got his chance to to prove his worth and i mean he's a big boy um and hopefully he'll make it so all the best to him definitely all the best to him and and hopefully he'll become one of those puma players that will actually end up in the green and gold yeah definitely from a mums and toti through the pumas that will be quite Quite something to write about in our book, in, uh, in our next, yes. in our hundred year 100%. book. Talking about our book, um, our followers will know, as we spoke, that we had uh, a Mums and Toti Rugby Club um, special book launch on the 15th of January. Um, and we would please, or want to invite them to please come and visit our Facebook page. You see the various ways and the various options we have of purchasing the book. And also our overseas listeners, um, should they be interested in buying the book to get in contact with the publishers um, at publishing at kibamedia.net. All the options um, will be explained. Um, the reason why we want to do that is because the, the challenges of shipping and the shipping charges. And then as members of Mums and Toti Rugby Club, Mark Cameron and I, as well as the producers of Touchline, would like to stand, extend our condolences to the family and friends of Hadley James Brown who became a victim of a farm murder just six days after he attended our book launch. Um, To me personally, that was a a massive shock. 
um, seeing Hadley at the launch and the fun that he had and then to hear this news. Um, the entire rugby community is still in shock and our hearts ache for a legend of our club to be taken this way. Uh, may Hadley rest in peace. Mark, on that sad note, on that sad note, I think we're going to end this episode. So thank you very much once again for, for your input. Appreciate your, your input and your views. Guys, as normal, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure and an honor to, to be in studio and to talk passionately about um, the gift that God gave us, and that's the uh, rugby that's played all over the world. You know, we can't play it anymore, so we're involved in a different way. Yes. And we've been fortunate that we've been given an opportunity to, to be on air weekly, to chat and speak to people all over the world. Um, with regards to rugby and see youngsters like Dion coming through the system. So not many people have that opportunity. So it's always great. And uh, yeah, I thank everyone that's been involved in that and to yourself as well and our producers. And uh, l closing in closing, looking forward to the URC that starts this weekend. So we've got yes. lots to talk about next week. We will definitely have lots to talk about. From myself and Mark Cameron, have a great rugby week.